Welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Hello everybody, welcome to Fleet Geeks. <laughs> Looking at the camera again, didn't I? Yeah. I did that in one. I managed to get away with last time. Welcome to Fleet Geeks, uh, our third episode. Third uh, today, episode. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about the highway code uh, and what it means really. So yeah, the, the interaction with, with heavy goods vehicles, uh, what it means for the drivers of heavy goods vehicles, and someone's phone. Not mine. Not mine. It's yours. Oh, it's yours. Ah, <laughs> no, the, the trainer. trainer. The trainer. The trainer has left his phone on. The trainer has left his phone on. That's why I'm surprised it was mine. That's the one. My phone never rings. Got no friends. Some of the trainer thought now as well. So yeah, what, what, what does it mean to what have a good mean? Well, yeah, what does it mean? The, I th- I th- yeah, I think the highway code changed recently. We're recording this early February 22. There's been a change come in at the end of January 22. There's a bit of uproar. Shall we say there's a little, bit of, a little bit of a little bit of constant. So yeah, well, I guess what, what does it mean for people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me personally, I don't think it's actually changed too much. What how I will drive and how I'll, I'm a keen cyclist, by the way, as well as you well know. Um, so yeah, I, I think to, for me, it's, it doesn't really change much. To be I've just honest. got an image of you and Lycra. Now. <laughs> me and Lycra. Get rid of that image. <laughs> if we get to episode 100, I'll do it. <laughs> there you go, people. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I don't think it will change much, in my opinion. Like you said, there's been so much uproar uh, about silly little things. Yeah, a lot of nonsense in there. I, I feel there's been a lot of you know uh, media outrage. They seem to be outraged at everything these days, don't they? The media yeah. seems to be a lot of media outpouring of of, of uh, you know whether it's just uh, clickbait or whatever they call it. Obviously, a word I didn't realise I knew. Um, it, whether that's down with the kids now. We're online. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I just think it, I feel some of it is a is a bit of a clickbait. But what, what, so what do you what do you guys think? about you know what what is the danger what 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 are the biggest confusion confusion yeah. i think that's yeah. it. I, that and the media yeah. can do that in many many facets yeah, yeah. I, I think i think the biggest so i haven't looked at it and i, I delivered a, a, a driver cpc course on on the day that they were released and i was delivering it with a waste and recycling company and some of the drivers if you're a driver it's easy to feel hard done by because all of a sudden you're at the bottom of a hierarchy so there's this element of emotion around being the bottom of a hierarchy, being the least important, when when we all like to feel important. And actually, the, the hierarchy's place in pedestrians, horse riders, the most vulnerable people at the top of the hierarchy. But in reality, I think if, if, if drivers really sort of navel-gazed at where they're at and how they drive, they probably already do this stuff already, right? They're already considerate people. They drive in a considerate way. I think the biggest challenge I, I perceive, and I'll be interested to hear your feedback, I think is from an insurance point of view, we're going to have we're going to have more vehicles being considerate and therefore stopping on essentially a straight road. For example, they're going to be stopping at a junction when really, if you're not paying attention or you're being yeah distracted for whatever reason, then there's far more potential for running into the back of someone. I I think is probably I, 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 yeah. especially if it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a junction where you can't see. 
But the front car can. Yeah, yeah I think that for, for me, that's the biggest. The biggest change for me with the highway code isn't the hierarchy. I, I, I agree with Peter and, and, and Jamie that I think we've done it. We do it as professional people, professional drivers. It's what we do. Um, and why shouldn't you know? Why shouldn't the 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 the, the, the vehicle with the likelihood to cause the big, biggest harm be be more responsible on the road? And I think, but I think we generally already are. I think nobody sets out with a with a vision of uh, being unresponsible. You know, unresponsible on the roads, but yeah, I, I agree. I think the, uh, the, the this giving way to pedestrians that will be crossing the road that you may be turning into, uh, that's going to cause a lot of confusion. Probably a lot of rear end shunts, as, as Pete says, and uh, you know, a lot of confusion with pedestrians as well. Do I? Don't I? Can I? Can't I? Uh, and, and you never know. There's, there's vehicles coming the other way that might not be able to see them uh, or you know realise why they've stopped. But um, yeah, for me, I think that's the, the biggest one. I don't think the hierarchy really gives me any. Any uh, shutters, but we have something in this training uh, in the training world as a train. We have something called uh, MMR, my mate reckons, and there's an awful lot of my mate reckons out there at the moment. <laughs> my mate reckons if you don't open the door with your left hand, you're going to get a ten thousand pounds fine or whatever it might be, or go to jail forever. Um, I don't think these are, these things. Are, maybe it's possible, but I don't think these things are going to be with us, uh, you know, forever. But hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. At Flagship Partners, we take road safety really seriously and we're your road safety partnership. We help transport companies with compliance and training across their businesses, including first aid, driver CPC and other transport management services. So if your floor's accredited or you want to improve your operator compliance risk score, give Flagship Partners a call today. That's my view. Yeah, I think um, it's actually made me think about really funny... Um, if any of you like, although he is he is an acquired taste, but Ricky Gervais in, in Afterlife, um, he uh, there's a there's a section of Afterlife where he goes to cross the road and he's holding a little cactus pot plant and this Range Rover just goes through the goes through the pedestrian crossing and uh, he's almost on it and it goes through and he goes oh I'm sorry you're in such a rush because you're a full time C word and throws, <laughs> throws, the, cactus. Yeah, throws <laughs> the cactus through the rear screen of the Range Rover. Um, but it, it made me think of that because actually, do you know what? I've got really frustrated before where I'm waiting at a pedestrian crossing and you do get some people who don't recognise it. And actually, the law or the highway code has always been when you're on, on, the, on the crossing, yeah. right? So actually, you know, for someone who I walk my children to school. On an almost daily basis, I share the share the job with with Maggie, my wife. But we have quite a busy road to cross, and there is no crossing. And actually, sometimes vehicles do stop, and sometimes you can see the vehicle screeching behind them, going, "Why on earth has this vehicle been so courteous?" Because there's no crossing. Um, actually, do you know what? Like, vehicles should stop at zebra crossings. That should happen. You shouldn't need traffic lights to make that happen. That should happen anyway yeah. in a thirty mile an hour zone or, or less. And um, you know, ultimately, you know, if you if it's school time and, and children are looking to cross the road, I think road safety awareness is at an all time low. I think you know there, there's people who don't walk as much as they did. You know, kids are getting used to getting delivered to school by car, um, and I think uh, we need to we need to protect vulnerable people in that way. We do, yeah, we do. And, and one of the other one of the biggest uh, one of the other things that's causing a lot of of, of issues is uh, this notion that cyclists can come and pass slow-moving traffic on either side. Haven't they always done that? Isn't that how it's always been? Uh, the Highway Code now says they can do that. Um, 
but you know, again, what we, what I don't see what really has changed there. If, we, if we've if we've got a, a, a good look at, if we if we're aware of our surroundings, then that that shouldn't really be a problem. We're going to if we're going to be driving in a city or a town with cyclists, you know, kind of expect that to happen, aren't we? It doesn't mean to say that the site. Bear in mind the the the, uh, the highway codes is that you know everybody's got a responsibility for their own safety and the safety of others, and it doesn't it doesn't take anything away from that. They are still responsible for their actions. That's the confusion with the hierarchy, isn't it? it people think if they're part of that list, it's, it takes yeah. responsibility anyway. So it, it absolutely, yeah. Everybody's responsible for. It. We all have. To, we all, you know, at the end of the day, we all have to look after each other, don't we? That's the yeah. that's the crux of it. And I love the call for. Yes, we should make cyclists pay road tax, and we should make cyclists be insured, and uh, those things. And you know, I think if people really, really are realistic about that, that's not gonna, that's not ever gonna happen. Um, it isn't gonna happen, and um, I think we probably just need to need to move past that because we're not going to be able to regulate cyclists. We can't give a, a cycle license. We can't insure cyclists, um, and I think um, you know, and, and that's. Actually, potentially, they've brought the highway code in to protect those who have got insurance to, to make sure that they drive responsibly. Uh, what I'd say is what we'll do, um, we've created a, a newsletter if you're interested in understanding more about the highway code and the ins and outs. Uh, we're more than happy if you if you ping us an email, we'll send you that information. We've also done a toolbox talk too. I'm more than happy to offer that to people if they want to send us an email and you're interested in getting a copy of our toolbox talk. Um, you know, drop us an email, hello at flagshipartners.co.uk. Ask for the toolbox talk, and we'll be able to send that over for you to be able to use with your drivers. Because I think I think the key thing that I want to say is that if you're a transport manager or you're a, a leader in your uh, a fleet. Uh, you have got a responsibility to ensure that you've properly communicated those changes to your team. Um, and I think that you know, if you need the tools to do that, we're able to help. Or if you'd like one of us to do it for you, we're, we're more than happy to as well. Um, I, I, what do you think about that from a, a communication point of view? Absolutely. And of course, we've got the opportunity as well with incorporating that kind of thing into driver CPC. Um, uh, it's, it, it's, it's, we, we have to do it. It's, it required by law to do driver CPC training so why not make it useful why not make it relevant and uh, um, we, we, we're going to look to incorporate the new changes into our, our CPC offering so uh, not, not that that was a plug at all but uh, yeah, yeah. Shameless, <laughs> shameless, shameless plug, plug. Yeah. and on that shameless plug uh, I'm going to top and tail uh, top and tail this third episode I hope you've enjoyed it I hope you found it useful like I say if you, if you need if you need more information on the highway code or the changes or helping support of how to communicate that effectively with your team and record that it's happened uh, again just give us a shout we'd be more than obliged to, to help you anyway hope you've enjoyed it please do share it with your friends and if you've got any ideas for future episodes please do give us a shout and please we'll, do. Uh, yeah we'll make sure that we uh, take note of those anyway take care guys bye bye see you next time I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.